Happy holidays, everybody. It's me. It's you. We're here again. I'm Carson Higgins. You're listening to the first rule of Film Club, and we're doing a very happy holiday special celebrating Christmas movies with my dear friend, and hopefully yours now too, J.T. Sodergren of Quarantine Film Club and his very own podcast, Hey, 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 hey uh, Upon Second Viewing. So check that out. Um, yeah. We, uh, we both love Christmas, and we love film, and so we thought, why don't we just spend an hour together talking about our very favorites uh, in what is kind of its very own genre, if you think about it. Uh, everybody always wants to talk about what is and isn't a Christmas movie, but at the end of the day, if it's got Christmas in it, it counts. Am I right? The Harry Potter movies count. There's Christmas in every single one of them. But anyway, let's get going. We're going to go ahead and get started. JT and I had a really nice time sitting and chatting about some of our favorite Christmas movies, films that really just make us feel in the spirit. Um, yeah, and we talked some about as, you know, uh, kind of what it takes to enter this kind of lock and key Christmas genre. All these films try to get in there every year. It seems like there's always a couple new Christmas movies to be seen. But only every so often does one really enter that, like, you got to watch it every year. It's a Christmas classic. So we discuss some of those, talk about some of the newer ones that we think maybe have joined the pantheon of Christmas films. Um, and we even talk about some that maybe shouldn't be in there anymore. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Don't worry, we're not too grinchy around here. But come on, let's go talk to JT and talk about some of our favorite Christmas movies. Here it is. JT. Uh, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas and happy holidays, my man. Happy holidays. Have you How are you? It's been a minute. It has been a minute. I'm glad you're back with with us over here at the Film Club Pod. Happy to be back. Happy to be back. Holly jolly and all of that. Oh, it's such a holly jolly Christmas. It's the best time of the year. It is. As separated as we are. I feel like this is how I'm going to be celebrating the holidays with everybody mm-hmm. it's just over zoom which is ah, you know hey, you know it is what it is that's been why why change now it's been the whole year this way let's just cap <laughs> it properly <laughs> just know? just keeping the no pants theme running into 2021 yep you can't see but i'm wearing christmas pajamas under under this desk and uh at those. one in the afternoon. At one in the afternoon, baby, because it's like the eve, eve of Christmas Eve for us. I, I don't fault you. Uh, there's no blame. There we're not. Enough. We're not uh, soft pants shaming. We are not, not soft house. pants shaming, because we are we are here to cozy up and nuzzle down with a cup of mulled wine or just hot cocoa, uh, and uh, talk about some holiday movies. My go-to when I was still boozing was. Uh, warm brandy get like some cheap brandy from the liquor store put them in little coffee cups put them in the microwave for a minute or something 30 seconds sip sip on some warm brandy sip on some warm brandy that was good times that does sound nice it was Um, but yeah man i just i figured that we would we would let the people enjoy some holiday films with us and maybe we'll bring up a couple that are available to watch with either by yourself or with your family, if you are lucky to be with them. And, uh, you know, mainly just uh, celebrate the season. It, it is kind of its own genre of film in a weird way. It is. And there's uh, every year a whole batch of brand new ones that uh, just um, fill up Lifetime Channel's <laughs> slate of uh, programming for four straight weeks. It's great. Yeah, man. There's, there's my favorite part about it is it's like there, there's seemingly a ton of room for Christmas classics, but every year they, they drop, you know, five to 10 new ones and sometimes zero of them enter the canon. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's kind of when, when one comes along that, you know, you'll be watching, you know, for years to come Mm -hmm. it, you know, it takes a lot to crack that that echelon that upper echelon and you know some do crack it and then fall off we could talk about some of those too that aren't necessarily that were maybe given the classic status a little 
preemptively. Oh, a little premature classic. I see what's mm-hmm. happening. What do do you think? There's been a, a recent a recent Christmas film that's that's broken into the the Christmas shelf at the video store that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> uh, one that one that will uh, garner repeat viewings and some years like, to come. You know, the new Jingle Jangles really mm. good. So good, man. I'm glad so you good. brought that up. Uh, I don't know. You know, time will tell. It's brand new. It's the first year. So it's not like we can judge whether we've gone back to it or not. Uh, definitely one that I will be watching every year. And I can't tell if it's because of my affinity for the star or because it's legitimately a Christmas classic. I think it's a bit of both. But Wait, the star the Christmas... being Forrest Whitaker? <laughs> oh, no. The, the, uh, I was bringing up another one. The star being Kurt Russell oh. uh, in the Christmas Chronicles. <laughs> gotcha. I okay. think that is a repeat every year. You're, you're going to be watching Christmas Classic. Chronicle every year? Every year. Maybe not the sequel. Did you, did you watch the sequel? I have, I, I have not watched the sequel yet. That's okay. I love Goldie. You know, that's okay. Um, it's for... my favorite actor of all time. Yeah, man. Kurt's, Kurt's your guy. He's yeah. your cinema dad. Yeah. So I have repeated the last two years watching Christmas Chronicles, but... I, I must uh, say, to keep going... Oh, what, what were you going to say? I, don't oh, I just haven't gotten around to the new one yet. Oh, okay. Because I, I was about to say, we, we just named two Netflix movies, and I'm about to name Klaus as a, a recent entry into the... I'm going to be watching this every year at Christmas. Yeah, I wrote about it today in uh, Quarantine Film Club. Ooh. Yeah, Klaus was the movie for today. Yeah, I did and, see yeah. that you're you're doing a, a week of Christmas films for Quarantine Film Club. A week Film of Christmas Club. movies, yeah. Some a little under the radar, but we'll get to a couple classics before the end of the week for sure. I, I, I did want to ask you, okay, because I'm, I'm kind of obsessed with Jingle Jangle at the moment, and for anyone mm-hmm. that doesn't know... It is like the Black Panther of Christmas movies and Netflix just dropped it. And it's like a, a miracle of a, of a Christmas musical. And it stars Forrest Whitaker and Felicia Rashad is in it. Keegan-Michael Key is in it. The music is spectacular. When did you watch it, JT? And what was your initial reaction? I watched it three nights ago and I wrote about it for the film club. Mm-hmm. And... Um, just how visually stunning it is. And I think this thing would have made a billion dollars at the box office. A thousand percent. People would have seen it 10 times. Yeah. People would have gone back and it's just a visually, it's a spectacle and the music is fantastic. Story moves along probably about 15 minutes along, you know, a little too long. There's some fat that could be trimmed, but Mm -hmm. you know, that's just like nitpicking really. But you know what? Um, in the holidays, you you don't trim the fat. You leave it in for the no, flavor. No, that's why people watch like Christmas Story on repeat on uh, New, uh, Christmas Eve until the next day. You watch Christmas Story six times in a row with commercials. Yep. it's like a, a people don't care. It's no. comfort food. People want to be fat on the couch eating fudge and mm-hmm. uh, not moving and or listening speaking. to Adam West. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> Um, but so yeah. you, I, I know you, I know uh, you wrote about it, but did, did you, did you find yourself nodding your head and bopping around to the music? Did you shed yeah. a tear? Did not get emotional, okay. but. Okay. I got, I got quite emotional watching that movie. I'm not even going to lie to you. I cried twice. Uh, well, I cried <laughs> during Christmas Chronicles the other night and it was the <laughs> third time I'd seen it. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm a softie when it comes to the Christmas spirit for whatever reason, you know, maybe it was just my uh, my evening that night that I mm-hmm. didn't get too emo with Jingle Jangle, but I could see where there, if I was overcome with the Christmas spirit, I would probably get a little into it. Yeah, that's that's a good one, man. I'm glad that we got to talk about Jingle Jangle or any of the new Netflix. Netflix killing it. With Netflix the- is seriously not pulling any punches they're like we are releasing Uh christmas classics every year you're welcome and they even uh for people that consider the other kind of christmas movie christmas classics you know the lifetime Mm -hmm. thing they're killing it with the christmas prince or oh yeah man you're absolutely right cheesy b holiday 
holiday exactly they're just <laughs> knocking them out and uh good on them the more yeah, the merrier how about that yeah well is there is there a, a film from your childhood that you that you found yourself always throwing on at christmas oh home alone home alone every, home alone every might time be the could... number one christmas nice. movie it's not my no here and the other one from my childhood that is my number one favorite christmas movie yeah. is national lampoon's christmas vacation you are not so, alone man there are so many people that have been repping christmas vacation as number one yeah i remember seeing it in the theater it's one of my earliest like movie theater ex experience like memories hmm. so i guess i must have been like eight years old so it wasn't like i was going to the theater all the time right. but i remember going with my friend cameron's family and his dad was a like firefighter like this big kind of dude and it was like sold out house like opening weekend christmas vacation and he was laughing so hard i was like <laughs> like i i just remember just this big his dad being like this huge dude just laughing hysterically having a holly jolly time at the movie oh yeah and uh for whatever reason uh that just those vacation movies and the national lamp and Clark Griswold, just his stupidity tickles me <laughs> and his, it, it really does exemplify like the true spirit of Christmas. It's just, he's a bumbling idiot, mm -hmm. but he believes in, you know, all the stuff and the lights and, and it's part of the lexicon, you know, when you say you let's go to the, street that has all the griswold houses you know mm -hmm. people decorating and yep uh yeah it's it's wonderful i was That's always wonderful. a uh i was always putting on the vhs of that claymation rudolph oh sure that was yeah. that was a go-to that and the the uh, the og the you know frosty was never as much in it for me i like there because there's those slew of movies that are like there's the frosty there's the santa's coming to town all those, but the only one that really like was a part of my childhood for the most part was that Rudolph one. That was the only yeah. one I really. Well, I mean, to. that's I think probably the most famous. That's the one where the big, um, like, yeah, the mountain I, mountain man and the yeah big, ice monster Matterhorn yep, yep, kind of yep, yep. yeti guy. Yep, um, that's a good one. Yeah, uh, someone was bringing up the Walt Disney Christmas Carol. The, with the Mickey Mouse Christmas Carol. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I think that one's more geared towards like younger, younger kids. Cause I remember I saw it when I was pretty young, but then you kind of age out of that one. Mm -hmm. And the one I've never aged out of is the Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh yeah, man, that's so good. That might be number two on my list. Dude, Michael Caine brings it so hard in that movie. It's amazing. And like you see, you don't even really notice it all the way until you get to that part where he breaks down with that terrifying ghost of christmas future yeah not a fan <laughs> no it was it, like honestly as a kid when i saw it the first time like that movie did not become one that i watched all the time because it totally freaked me out <laughs> yeah the, uh, part of the charm of the muppets really in any kind of like uh spoof or whatever they do is how they decide which Muppet will play which classic character or whatever. And mm. in this one, you know, the Marley's played by uh, Statler and Waldorf is that's perfect. Oh, absolutely. Um, and hilarious. But then when they choose the ghosts of past, present and future, they're not recognizable no. Muppets. So they they're, were, they were they're made. haunting. They're yeah. legit. There's, there's no comic relief there. So it does actually hold this weight. And Gonzo as Dickens and Classic. Ratso <laughs> as, uh, you know, Ratso Rizzo, whatever. <laughs> um, uh, Rizzo the Rat, I should say. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and uh, uh, Ratso Rizzo's Midnight Cowboy. Midnight Cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rizzo the Rat. Um, you know, they'll pop up, you know, and say little asides like, oh, this is getting really messed up, guys. Let's, <laughs> let's kind of bail until the next scene. So there's a little comic relief, but for the most part, like they, they're pretty loyal to the Dickens, um, you know, oh, writings. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. A lot of the dialogue that uh, like Cratchit and Scrooge and, and, and the ghosts say is all from the book. 
Yeah, it's it's verbatim. And I didn't actually realize that until I went to a live stage production of Christmas Carol last holidays. Mm-hmm. And it was like a big, like really well done, uh, like local theater production, but really well done. And uh, <laughs> I was watching the show and realizing Oh wow, Muppets! This is ex- they're doing the Muppet problem. script. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but I, you, you know what I mean. But the opposite, being like, oh wow, the Muppets! I'd seen this movie so many times that I was like recognizing dialogue, but the, the opposite way, yeah. recognizing from the movie in <laughs> Dickens' actual play. Oh man, gotta love it. Um, do you have a favorite version of Christmas Carol? It's the Muppets, yeah? It's the Muppets, yeah. Did you ever see the Jim Carrey Zemeckis one? I didn't. Uh, when Zemeckis was in his, like... Cameron, uh, subbing, James Cameron face? <laughs> yeah, his subbing uh, computers for people. It was, like, two years too early. So mm-hmm. everyone just looked weird. You're like, it was, like, he did three or four in a it row. Was like where it was, like, Beowulf, Beowulf, Polar Express... And the Christmas Carol. There might have even been one more. Yeah, I think there were four. But yeah, those three, and then mm, I can't remember. Maybe maybe just those three. But mm-hmm. yeah, I kind of checked out on all those. I've still never seen the Polar Express, and that's dude. One, I I only saw the cool. last ten minutes of it the other day. It was on TV, and I was like, you know, I've never seen this. <laughs> and my, yeah, and my mom was like, you've never seen their- this. I was like, why is that weird? It's not even like that old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think it made like a. I think a lot of people went and saw Did that. Go. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, it was book and Tom Hanks, and I get it. Yeah, I mean, I just remember the big headline of that being like Tom Hanks looks fucking weird. Yeah, <laughs> as, a, as a computer <laughs> guy. Um, so yeah, I never got around to it, but people put that on their top tens all the time of yeah, like Christmas classics, and I guess I just never had any interest. I didn't even really know it was a Christmas thing oh yeah that's that's bad my bad (laughs) yeah you're all right um what was i gonna ask you i was gonna ask uh is there a a type of christmas movie that you find yourself gravitating towards because it seems like there's the ones that are that that take the christmas spirit in earnest right and like they, Mm -hmm. they really are milking the spirit and then there's the ones that like are are rather comedic the you know christmas vacations elf bad santa even it's like and then mm-hmm. you got like your black christmas krampus you know it's like which part of christmas filmdom do you find yourself most excited about when new ones are, are rolling out Ooh, when new ones are rolling out um i thought you just meant in general i would say I mean, it in, just depends in general on, but also well, you know depends on we, i watch them all yeah really you like, down but if a new one comes out and it's good like it, that's the thing it has to be a like legit good movie. Right. Um, I get real excited when good horror is done. There's there's only a handful. Krampus is pretty good. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'll be re-watching it this year. It's not one of those, yeah, but yeah. it's decent. I saw it in the uh, theater. <laughs> did you? I did. <laughs> That's, wow. <laughs> so I, I just, I had a feeling about it and then I, I was still like a little underwhelmed, but I was like, yeah, Krampus is cool. <laughs> yeah um i i mean i i can appreciate the uh ironic kind of christmas movies like when people are like oh it's die hard a christmas mm-hmm. movie it's a, kind of a boring argument yeah i mean uh, it's clearly a christmas movie <laughs> well it's a christmas movie but <laughs> in the sense but okay here's the thing and this goes for any kind of lethal weapon uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, any Shane Black movie, really. Um, uh, or, or so, if it's not the first descriptor for the film, then it's not a Christmas movie. Okay. But uh, or it's not qualified to be. Meaning, like the the log line starts with like on the night of Christmas Eve. No, like if you put it, if you were to classify it in. Uh, like, so the first genre you would think of when you think Die Hard is action film, probably, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay, but the first thing you would think of Love Actually, would you think rom-com or would you think Christmas movie? I think, oof, I think Christmas movie. I would too. So I think Love Actually counts, even though it's a rom-com. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. But Die Hard is an action movie before it's a Christmas movie. So okay. I don't think, I think you could still call it that, but it doesn't qualify for, mm-hmm. this is a real fucking nerdy conversation. No, it's, I, you're, you're right on the money, JT, because you're basically confirming my bias on why It's a Wonderful Life is not much of a Christmas movie. See, except for there's Christmas trees, everyone thinks of it as such. Mm-hmm. They do sing Hark the, Her- Hark the Herald Angels Sing. When does that happen? At the end of the film. Oh, at the very, very, very last couple of seconds? But there's snow on the ground the whole time. Uh, is there? Yeah, no, the you're right. Okay, okay. <laughs> so well, that's so, why I don't think so White Christmas. I hate White Christmas. Hate White Christmas. Okay, you it's a good you. movie, but there's <laughs> they don't even bring Christmas up until the very, very end. Yeah, I mean, and then you know, there, there, it's Christmas at the base, right? Isn't that the whole thing? At the very end, during like the Christmas show or whatever, they're, they're, they're the whole thing show. is gearing up for the Christmas show on the base right well yeah for the general or whatever that's retiring mm-hmm. right yeah. so the, real quick here's here's my here's my spiel and i think okay. that it is important to use die hard as the alternate example here and it's a wonderful life <coughs> die hard is about an office christmas party that has a terrorist attack and john mcclane has to find the terrorists get everybody safe, and then he has to get home in time for Christmas. Mm, I don't think getting home in time for Christmas is doesn't necessarily have, a he, plot point. Doesn't he, doesn't he have to talk to his lady or his kid at some point, or am I making that up? No, he's there, and his kids live in L.A. He, like, he flew into L.A. to spend Christmas there, but it's not like he's got to, like, I got to... I gotta do this to save Christmas. Oh, it's yeah, more no, like but, but I have to do this to save people's lives. But then, like, but then I gotta do it in time because I am here for Christmas and I'm gonna go to my well, Holly McLean or Holly Gennaro, as she's known now, mm-hmm. um, invites him to stay at the house in the guest room, like on the couch. Like, because, it's not even, because, it's not, but it's not even decided, but because it's Christmas, right? I just want to make sure. Well, yeah, it's a Christmas party, but I don't know that it's, I think it is Christmas Eve, Mm -hmm. which is a weird time to have an office Christmas party, really. It certainly is, yeah. You're going to have it the night before Christmas? Like, yeah, people are out of town. What a terrible time. So I I, I say all of this because in in the last 10, 20, 30 seconds, we've said Christmas 15 times (laughs) about Die Hard. It's a Wonderful Life is about a dude who is depressed and going to kill himself and right and then at christmas yeah and then an angel presents itself uh to show him what life would be like if he never existed yeah and then and then we move through and then we move through his entire life basically finding out things that did happen to them and then alternately how they would have panned out without him then he decides that he i want to live clarence i want to live right and then he gets to come back to his life and he's tickled pink because all is good and he gets to go home and it's Christmas. And so I said and all of that. It's been Christmas the whole time. I mean, I guess you're right in that. I, I'm, I'm going to fully disclose this, JT. There's snow on the bridge when he's about to jump. So he, he's going to kill himself on Christmas? Is that the idea? It's Christmas Eve. And that's when he's going to jump. And that's why Clarence is like, oh, shit, yeah. look at that poor bastard. Let me go help him out. Or the other angels are yeah. like, Clarence, you got to go help that go guy. Go earn my way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So my, th- my thing is Christmas is a more relevant part of Die Hard than it is to It's a Wonderful Life. However, that It's a Wonderful Life invokes the spirit of Christmas a trillion times more. There's zero invoking of the Christmas spirit in... Zero. Die Hard. It's just thematically relevant, or not? Not thematically. There's, there's a lot. Of, they say the word a lot. Yeah, they say, they say it a lot. <laughs> but so, so yeah, that's and there's that's, like that's my ho ho thing. ho and things like yeah, that. Yeah, and I and I, I I said this to you off the air, but I will say it again. I it's my personal belief that It's a Wonderful Life is probably the best American film ever made. So there, 
I, I love it. I just think that in the world of Christmas films, it being like the tippy top of the totem pole seems odd to me when there are so mm-hmm. many more that are like more Christmas. Well, let me ask you this. Would you rather watch It's a Wonderful Life in June or December? December. Right. But I feel the same way about Christmas Die Hard. movie. Yeah, I watch Die Hard every Christmas too. Yeah, there we go. And you know what? This is this is all good because we like all Christmas movies and I will watch Christmas movies in June and July and I don't really mind. <laughs> okay, I've got I've got one that I watch every Christmas. And I it's it's one like Die Hard where you can have an argument about it, but I want to know your opinion. Eyes wide shut. I've never seen it. It's yeah. a great Christmas movie. Is it? <laughs> There's literally Christmas lights in every shot. Okay. I believe. Kubrick did that on purpose. It's Christmas the entire time. Awesome. <laughs> uh yeah, it's, it's been, also, it's, you, know, you know, it's been one of those ones that's been on the list ever since it came out and I just haven't watched it. You should, you should watch that. Probably not with family. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, w- when it comes to Stanley Kubrick, off topic a little bit, but there's there's a couple real classic ones that I still need to watch. Tell me. I'm curious. So I'm not, no, I, I, I need to watch Eyes Wide Shut. I need to watch Barry Lyndon. Uh-huh. And I need to watch uh, the early ones like Pat, what is it? Paths, Paths of Glory. Yeah, I need to see that. The Killing, um, Lolita. Well, I haven't. Bad. I haven't seen Lolita. That's that's it's the only one that I think is terrible. Oh, okay, cool. Well, Lolita. then yeah, I've I've seen all the other ones and they're all. Yeah, my Paths of Glory is amazing. Well, cool. I know this is off topic, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, but anyway, yeah. Merry Christmas, Stanley Kubrick. Um, yeah. here's here's a question for you, JT. What is like a definitely or not definitely? Let me rephrase. Is there a film that you find yourself wanting to watch around christmas that has nothing to do with christmas at all hmm so a non-christmas movie that kind of gives me the can i can i give you an example yeah i would love going yeah yeah. i this i feel this way about the lord of the rings i want to watch lord of the rings around christmas time interesting and why do you think that is i think it honestly only is because they all came out in december when they came out in the theater and so it was sense. like yeah. a, right around Christmas, you and the family would want to go see the movie because it was the big event. And for whatever reason, it's like, you know, we're we're warm or sorry, it's cold out. You're spending time, you know, cozy inside. Mm-hmm. And it's this epic tale that's long and is about fellowship. And yeah, well, <laughs> so, I mean, that's that's a Christmas tradition. They There's always a slate of movies that opens on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. And after Christmas, whatever weekend is then that's when families get together and they all go see a movie together. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's basically tradition at this point. Oh, yeah. And then uh, there's always something for everybody. So there's, here's your family friendly fair, you know, the PG Pixar, whatever that comes out. Mm-hmm. Here's uh, your kind of feel good drama, or maybe even like a period drama, like King Speech or something will come out yep, on Christmas yep, Day. Yep. And then there's the Tarantino or the <laughs> Scorsese or the Spike Lee movie that comes out on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. It's a, if one of those three directors has a movie coming out that year, it's going to be released on Christmas. Um, so Lord of the Rings, I think, fell into that yeah. lot when those movies came out. Yeah. Um, I don't really think... You know what one that comes to mind, actually, is um, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Really? Yeah. <laughs> the I, Fincher one or the Swedish yeah, one? Yeah. <laughs> maybe I, the... Yeah, I don't necessarily... The Fincher one. The Fincher one, yeah. Mm-hmm. It might be the snow. It's very snowy. Yeah. It's very but, snowy. <laughs> but yeah, I know what you mean. Those That movie kind of, I associate with winter, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, it's it's almost like any, any family-friendly film can also kind of become... Like, I, I find myself also being gravitating towards, like, uh, old musicals like why do i want to watch sound of music sure i don't know why but i'm kind of down i would watch that tonight shit i'm gonna go find my copy of sound of music (laughs) 
Um, I've only seen it uh, once, and I can't remember. Is Frozen a Christmas movie, or is might there as just? Well be. It might as well. It's not real. It's not really a Christmas movie, but it sure can be. Yeah, because I was not? wondering if that's like a Christmas tradition. It's certainly a winter movie. Still, you know, the, 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 watch like, it nonstop. It's a winter movie for sure, which I think can kind of toe the line. Mm-hmm. And and I mean, I guess Disney makes a lot of those little like forty-minute Christmas uh, spinoff things. Like I think Beauty and the Beast has a Christmas oh, spinoff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm sure, you know. I don't know. Hey, speaking of Christmas spinoffs, have you ever watched the Star Wars Christmas special? No, I are never you, have. You are aware of it, though. From yeah. the 80s. Yeah, that was like a It failed... was just god-awful. Yeah. Um, I, I just know of it. I've never actually watched it. Well, for anyone that's curious, it is on YouTube. You can find it. There's actually a pretty good quality. And what's fun is like right when it starts, you're like, oh, this is going to be great. And it just very quickly stops being good. <laughs> and then oh. and then stays like cringy the whole time. But I, uh, worth checking out for that very reason. <laughs> I want to say that I saw something once where there was an auction of like Star Wars memorabilia that was going to fetch like just millions. It was like some crazy auction. Mm-hmm. And the thing that was the the most rare or fetched the most money was an action figure from the Christmas, special? The, the holiday special. I yeah, have a it feeling was, it was probably one of Chewie's family members. Yeah, it was some like random thing. I was like, wow, Lucas had no shame. Just market and sell everything. So well, obviously they didn't make many of the... <laughs> no, I, I guess he was horrified with it and pulled it from, from everything. And now that we live in the age of the internet, it's like rather easy to find again. But um, they they did redeem it because they just this year on Disney Plus released the Lego Star Wars holiday special. Mm. And it is infinitely better if you have seen the bad one. Okay. Did because did they, than... they do poke at it a little bit. They do reference it. Yeah. And but but they're not things that you need to know to enjoy it. And like they, they did a really good job with the Lego one. I'm not even gonna lie to you. It's really is... funny. Is Lego owned by Disney? That I don't know. Because they do so many tie-in things with yeah, Star Wars. They, I didn't know if it they, was like They do some... tie-ins with everything. I mean, there's there's a yeah. Harry Potter Lego, Jurassic Park Lego. But that's Lego. Disney, isn't it? No, no, it's uh, Warner Brothers. Yeah, it's Never Warner mind. Brothers. So, so, I mean, like, Lego is this weird kind of middle ground where it's just like, you want to be licensed but with Lego because yeah. they sell so well. Yeah, good on them. Good on them. Um, but yeah, so th- those are fun things. Are there any um, are, are there any like uh, Christmas movies that you can't recommend for the kids? I guess Eyes Wide Shut, you already said. Yeah, Eyes Wide Shut is, is fantastic. Um, Love, uh, Love Actually, I guess, is one that's like, yeah. our, but that's uh, kind of boring. One I did rewatch this year that I hadn't seen in probably five to 10 years Um that I am pulling from the Pantheon. Oh, it's not in the, it, 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 it was in and now it's out. It's out of here. Okay, what think, is it? I think it's done, it's Bad Santa. I, I'm gonna go ahead and agree with you. It's not good. It's not good. It's not only not good, it's, it's like, it's like cringy bad. It hurts my feelings. <laughs> It's like, I mean, there's there stuff there's stuff in it I definitely laugh at. And, and Billy I'm not Bob even Thornton talk- is very good in it. Let's not B- even... Billy Bob Thornton is fantastic in it. Uh, the other performances are not great, but... I forget his name, but the elf guy is just so good. Yeah, well, yeah. The little person guy yeah, is yeah. so funny, man. Um, there's there's, An there's a lot Mac. of funny stuff, but there's some really rough stuff. And it's has not because it's like uh, woke. It's not even that. It's just like, I don't think it was even funny then. Mm. And I think we were just more shocked at like Billy Bob Thornton or Santa, quote unquote, mm-hmm. acting in such this a way, way that yeah. that it was like a train wreck. You don't want to look away from kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, like with any comedy, mm-hmm. some of the jokes just aren't going to be funny forever. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, this it it's it was a tough sit. 
Yeah, I, I'm I'm fully comfortable. Uh, uh, listeners, you you let us know. We're gonna we're gonna pull it. It's not it's not in the canon of Christmas movies anymore. But you know what I did watch last year huh. that I was considering writing for the page tomorrow. I watched it last year and I remember enjoying it, but I don't know if I was just in a good mood. Was the Bad Moms Christmas? Oh, I never funny? watched it. I never watched it. I've seen zero Bad Moms movies. I saw first Bad Moms, thought it was not great. Mm-hmm. Then I and I didn't, so I didn't want to watch the Christmas one. And yeah. my sister put it on last year, and I was kind of rolling my eyes, like whatever. I'm on the couch, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And I remember like getting into it and being like, being like, I don't know why I was against this. I love every one of these ladies, and <laughs> they're all hilarious. And it was just really funny. There's like the right amount of sweet and like quasi raunchy not Mm -hmm. over the top not where you'd be embarrassed to be sitting next to your mom yeah kind of thing so uh the bad mom's christmas i'm just gonna go ahead on and go on a limb and say that that one was good nice i would i would throw in the night before is that what it's called oh yeah the night before is so good seth Seth rogan yeah Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Anthony Mackie, and a and a stellar Michael cameo. Shannon. Yeah, man, Michael Shannon is so good in that. It might be oh. my favorite role of his. Yeah, I I love the night before. That is a slept on one, and it was one that I put off. I again, where it came out, and I decided like I'm not going to the theater to see it. Like it's gonna be dumb, <laughs> or what? And then like in retrospect, I think of like. Why did I think that was going to be bad? It like was it had so everything good, going for it. <laughs> it yeah. had everything going for it. I like it more than uh, Neighbors or... Um, oh, yeah. There's Me a couple too. of those like Seth Rogen movies that I'm like, no, The Night Before is is better than The Night Before those. is legit good. Yeah. <laughs> it's legit good. I do want to double back because I love Love Actually. Yes. And well, can uh, I just say one more of the, the adult ones? That oh, please. I didn't... And it was... It's just because we already talked about like uh, the kind of horror subgenre. Uh-huh. So I just want to do two that I think are really top notch. One is Rare Exports. Have oh. You ever seen that? No, never. I don't even know if I've heard of it. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you now. Nice. There we go. Um yeah, Rare Exports. Yeah, Rare Exports. It's on um I believe it's on Amazon Prime right now. Okay. Uh I believe it's Swedish. And it's like up in a mountain, takes place in like a mining town and they unearth a frozen like Santa Claus, like they unearth Santa Claus who's like frozen and uh, he's evil. He's not not good. And he's got elves and the Uh elves are sadistic, like insane monsters. It's awesome. It is is like, is it actually scary or is it like funny scary? Um, it's just really well made. Like it's 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 a legit good movie. Like I okay. think it might have like an eighty something on Metacritic or something. Say what it's, it's called good. again. Rare exports. Okay, a rare Christmas exports. tale. I think I'm is gonna what... have to check that out. Yeah, rare exports. And the other one which I just wrote about on uh, the club was Better Watch Out. Oh, you know what? Is, I saw that you put that up. I, it looked really cool. It talk is super it. cool. Like I, you can't talk about it much because there are uh like spoilers and there's so many twists and turns but it's super violent um but in almost a comedic way it's a it's an adult home alone meets funny games oh kind of yeah it's gnarly and it's it's all it and it has like a christmas soundtrack so it's like holly jolly oh my god <laughs> so it's it's gnarly super good sweet but love actually we, yeah sorry. love actually no don't apologize i i want people to to have all of these titles so that they can watch a christmas movie that they're in the mood for you know yeah tight but love actually is a, a, a near and dear one to my heart i've loved it ever since it came out do you have a favorite storyline in love actually yeah, of course it's the one that makes me cry every time uh which is which is the um the writer colin firth with the portuguese which the portuguese woman mm-hmm. that he goes back to her town oh. and 
finds her working at a restaurant and proposes to her in like broken Portuguese. Mm-hmm. And it, it rips my heart out and stomps on it every it's time. So I love good, it, man. Yeah. So <laughs> it is so funny too, when he gets there and he says, I'm here to marry your daughter. And the guy brings out the wrong daughter and he's like, yeah. Oh no, I'm looking for Aurelia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man. Um, so I, but I, I unapologetically love all of that. Yeah, man, it's so good. I forget the. Oof, I wish I should know his name. The guy who like made that movie. He he makes all those British rom coms, Notting Hill and Four Weddings and a Funeral, I think, and Curtis something. Uh, yeah, something Curtis. Um, it's not Curtis Hanson. No, no. Shoot, I uh, I can't remember, and I don't want to look it up. So if this is driving you crazy while you listen to it, you Richard look. Curtis. Richard, Richard Curtis. Curtis, of course. Um, yeah, I'm a sucker for Billy Mac, man. I just love uh, if you really love Christmas, come on and let it snow. Yeah, dude, come on. <laughs> and and it's so sweet too at the end when he's uh, they decide to spend Christmas together. Yeah, and it's yeah. There's just so many. It's very touching, it's and I don't smiler. understand why critics like shit all over it because it's. Just so charming and sweet. Is it perfect? No, but it's no, it's it's certainly not perfect, and it's a, and it's kind of aging uh, poorly in some in some facets as well. Uh, Which parts? Just there's there's some there's some questionable misogynistic things, and just the oh, you mean like the horny the horny no, dude? I mean, not not even him so much, but like the. Also, the female because I even say that's charming. But female characters are a little underdeveloped, with the exception of Emma Thompson. Oh, I kind of like Laura Linney. She's great. She's great. Yeah. She actually she's got a lot going on. I'm I might be selling Richard Curtis short a little bit. He, he yeah, I think it's pretty pretty good. Even Kira Knightley's like a strong. Oh, you no. know, like I, I, I don't know. There's just, there's just a couple of moments that if you were to if you were to watch it tonight, you might be like, oh, I, I see this. Oh, I might watch it tonight. If if it me with a good came time. out in 2020, the critics might be even a little bit more upset. <laughs> well, that's there's there's a lot of things that you can say that about. I uh, I crack up every time though with the uh, the porn stand-in. Story. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, what's uh, why can't I think of his name right now? Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. His name is Bilbo Baggins. Of- Jim from The Office, right? Jim from no. The Office, yes. Yeah. Uh, the Ricky Gervais office. Yes. Um, so, okay, let's uh, let's let's wind this down and wrap these presents and get everybody ready for some Christmas cheer. Do you have, if you if I were to make you, do you have just like a this is the cure? This is the Christmas movie that if you need Christmas cheer, you put this on and you will be perfectly fine. Uh, you know what? The When I thought, uh, so I was thinking about this earlier. I think the one scene that makes me feel the most Christmassy of anything is when Kevin is talking to his next door neighbor, mm-hmm. the scary Salt man in the church. Yeah, mm-hmm. in the church in Home Alone, before he's about to go commit several felonies. Like, <laughs> they, they, they're probably not felonies because they're in his own oh, house. Yeah. But but you know, it'd be probably get him some therapy or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, hey, but man, when he's he tortured two grown men for an entire sadistically, <laughs> yeah, you let um, one of them on fire. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, so so I think in the church with the old man is the most Christmassy I feel when mm. I'm watching any of these. But I think if you want to put on something that just is uh, feel good. Christmas time. It's either Muppet Christmas Carol or Christmas Vacation. Both oh, of those solid. are solid. Yeah, man. I uh, I think every every time I, and I know it's a newer one, but every time I I watch it, it just it it pushes all the right buttons, and that's Elf. Yeah, Elf, Elf is great. pushes every button correctly. 
Yeah. Uh, I'm a sucker for Will Ferrell. He could literally, like, I don't, I mean, he does sometimes at award shows just get up there and not say anything remotely funny. And I'm like doubled over. He could just make me laugh. And in that, it's them being like Favreau being like, hey, you know what? Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Have fun. Yeah, it tickles me. Yeah, man. I, uh, I'm a big fan of that one. I, I've been proud of proud of it ever since it came out because I'm just like, John Favreau, man, we should have known right then that you were mm-hmm. going to take over. But we Yeah, didn't. totally. Should have bought stock in Favreau. Seriously. Um, <laughs> I think the only two that I have left here on the list that I was uh, thinking I was going to bring up are uh, Little Women. Oh, just in general? Any version? Yeah, I, yeah. I think... Well, I like the Ger- Greta Gerwig. The Greta Gerwig one is is remarkable. It's really, really good. And I think the performances are th- the best of any of them. Top-notch the 90- casting. Those girls are such sisters, man. Yeah. But I think the 94 one is more a Christmas. Christmas. I, I would agree. I would agree yeah. with you. Yeah. I, think they, I think they go a little bit away from the Christmas stuff in the Greta Gerwig one, mm-hmm. which is fine. But yeah. the other one is a Christmas movie for sure. Yeah. And then the last one, I don't think we gave much time to a Christmas story. Dude. I'll shoot your eye out. I'll shoot your eye out. So Dude, talk I, about just, it. I just think because I watch it six or seven times a year mm-hmm. and all on the same day, mm-hmm. I kind of just forget that it's almost put on for me instead <laughs> of me choosing to watch it. It's like, JT, this is what you need right now. Or just like, this is what you will be watching today. It's like, oh, it. okay, I, I'm not going to fight you on it. <laughs> and uh, But I never go to seek it out to put it on, you know? It's always you catch it's it and then you me. watch the whole thing. Well, it's like, why would you put it put on the DVD three days before they're going to play it 24 All hours? day long. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, I do think I own it actually on Blu-ray. Do you, uh, are you familiar with the story of how Christmas Story became a classic? Uh, in what aspect? In that it bombed at the at the theaters. Oh, that's yes. You, you know this with Ted Turner. <coughs> tell it. Let me get it. Let me tell it, baby. So, Christmas Story came out in like '82 or something like that. '83. Thank you. 1983, and uh, did not do well at the box office. However, Ted Turner and I want to say his son saw it in the theater and they really responded to it like they they really liked it um and it wasn't you know a a movie that people got into and so ted turner in an effort to like change that um got the got the rights to it and just decided to play it 24 hours um and like the the day or days leading up to christmas and so most people saw it for the first time on television because Ted Turner had it on 24 hours a day uh, for Christmas. And so most people actually discovered that movie from home and it has since become a Christmas classic simply by virtue of being the only thing on TV, but being very, very good as well. Yeah, I feel like Ted Turner is probably an eccentric billionaire like Trump, but instead of using his powers for evil, he uses them for good. Totally. He's like, we're only showing Atlanta Braves games, and on Christmas Eve, we're showing this movie for 24 hours, because I like it. And you're like, (laughs) all right, shit. I mean, the Braves suck, but I guess whatever. (laughs) They got to show them on TV somewhere, so that's fine. But they're just like, this fucking megalomaniac, uh, crazy narcissist just wants to watch baseball and loves Christmas. You're like, fucking put him in charge. I like it. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. I don't know much about the man's politics. I don't know what he's doing nowadays, but I do appreciate him bringing Christmas story to the masses. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's, and, he and, uses and correcting, his powers for good. Correcting the course of what became easily like one of the most Christmassy Christmas movies ever. I mean, he owns CNN and was married to Jane Fonda. I think he's probably on the good guy's side. He's a, he's probably on the good guy's side. I like that. Um, well, JT, well, yeah. what do you want for Christmas? Oh, man. Let's see. What do I want for Christmas? You can get World super peace, real or you can just so... say you want a, a, a new, you can want a Red Rider BB gun. You can want whatever you want. You know what? I want everyone's families to be healthy and safe. And I want 
everyone to be able to be together for these holidays in any way they can. But if it has to be on the computer, so be it. Yep, I agree. Just everyone be safe so that we can do this next year. Properly. And, uh, yeah, I just want to be on my mom's couch eating fudge and watching eyes wide Christmas shut. and watching eyes wide shut with mom <laughs> Our uh, Christmas tradition. What's the did password for No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> did, uh, this is funny on Christmas morning. Once <laughs> I was at my mom's and um, she was like, or maybe it was Christmas Eve morning. We we're waiting for my sister's family to come up. And she's like, you just put on a movie. There's a bunch of DVDs down there in the in the um, cabinet. So I go down there and I find one. I didn't realize she was going to be joining me. She was just, she was in the kitchen cooking and she was going to do some other artsy, craftsy shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I put on Closer because I was just like, oh, I haven't seen Closer <laughs> in a couple of years. And I had forgotten all oh, about man. it. And I'm like sitting there next to my mom and <laughs> Clive Owen and julia roberts are having this screaming argument where he's just like fucking did he fuck you about all this stuff and she's like yep. yeah i tasted it he tasted better than you about all this stuff i'm oh, sitting man. next to my mom You're and like, i just Let's pick a different one <laughs> well i just glance over and she just looks at me and just shakes her head with a scowl <laughs> this is at like 10 30 on christmas eve morning yes <laughs> it's like Hey, you know, I'm pretty sure the worst is over now, so we'll just sit in this uncomfortable silence for a minute. Yes. Anyway. Um, you just reminded me that uh, we, in Filmstruck Film Club, we just watched Weekend by Jean-Luc Godard. Sure. Have you ever seen yeah. it? I have. It's awesome. Um, yes. But the first, like, 10 minutes is just a, a whole long monologue about this really erotic experience. And mm. uh, I'm sitting there with my mom and my girlfriend, and we're just like, sweet. So we're just reading this together. Because yeah. we don't speak <laughs> French, so we're just... Oh, did that say uh, he put an egg in my... Oh, oh, okay, okay. I just wanted to make sure I read that correctly. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to spoil uh, the Christmas pod by by quoting it directly. Yeah, sorry. I probably already did that with the okay. reenactment of Closer. But yeah. All right. Well, this seems like a good time to hop off now that we got yeah. all that filth out. Yeah, well, JT, Merry Christmas. I hope you get to eat many a gingerbread houses. Oh, well, <laughs> we'll see what we'll see what happens, buddy. But I wish the same to you. Yes. And well, uh, con- uh, all the love to the family. Thanks. Congratulations. Man. Yeah, of course. Here, actually, you know what? We'll, when we'll we'll hop off, but stick around because then you could say okay. hi to, to say hi to my sister. Sweet. Um, all right, everyone. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. From from uh, JT and I, we wish you all the happiest of holidays. Go ahead and uh, check out Upon Second Viewing, JT's podcast. Yeah. He's been dropping interviews for that uh, every week, JT? Yeah, once a week. Yeah, once uh, a week. Upon schedule-wise, anyway. You want to you wanna tell people what it is a little bit? Not really. Okay, go check it out on your own. And then, of course, check out Quarantine Film Club, where JT's picking all movies every day, and he's going to be picking Christmas movies for the rest of the week. So, yep, that's at Quarantine Film there. Club uh, on Instagram. There you Thanks, go, buddy. Thanks, yeah, Carson. Of course, man. All right, y'all. We'll catch you later. Have a Merry good one. Merry Christmas. Woo.